want to do town manager report? Yes, please. All right. I know you guys have been kind of quiet over there. I know Kat's chomping at the bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tingsboro was invited to participate in the CGI video project, which is a partnership with the National League of Cities. The program offers a free video profile of the community, which can focus on a variety of areas you choose. Some of those include open space, recreation, economic development, and more. The video is produced and provided to the community free of charge. And the company that produces the video, I know you're wondering how do they make their money, they reach out to businesses in the community to see if they want to advertise on the landing page. Um, there's no minimum number of sponsorships required. So if, they, if we enter into an agreement with them, they do our video profile and zero Tingsboro businesses sign up. We still get the video for free. The city of Gardner recently participated. They did theirs last year and it's available on their home screen or their homepage to watch. Um, Adam is currently reviewing the agreement just to make sure that everything is above board. If there's no issues, we'll sign the agreement and we would be filmed in the spring series. So we'd probably launch it in our new website in um, this fall. Uh, following up on a request from the board at a previous meeting, I've confirmed that National Grid will attend your meeting on February 12th to talk about the recent storms and power outages. I also expect, um, and Paul just left on this yeah. item, but um, so, one yeah. of the lingering things we've been, our Fire Chief Russell and Paul have been communicating with National Grid about is this um, natural gas issue that took place during that storm at the development behind the Council on Aging. They had, we, we were very pleased to learn that National Grid conducted a meeting with the management company and the residents today at 3 p.m. I don't know how it went. We did get quite a bit of feedback last week from residents that they were concerned National Grid wasn't being responsive because, as a recap, when the power went out, all of their natural gas generators kicked on. It was resulting in high carbon dioxide levels in some of the units. Um, the fire department, as a precaution, it alerted residents to disconnect the gas generators until we could figure out what the issue is. It's looking like some of the units have undersized gas meters, which is causing the furnaces to act wonky, and that's what was emitting the carbon monoxide. Um, so I'll, I'll get an update from National Grid on how the meeting went today at 3. That's really what the residents were looking for. So whether or not they come to your meeting on the 12th, I'm not sure, but I anticipate the National Grid will be prepared to give some sort of update on that as well. Uh, I also wanted to recognize Paul. Um, we received an email last, late last week from residents that during that exact same storm lost power. One of the residents that was included on the email requires oxygen, and they just wanted to note that Paul went above and beyond on a holiday to make sure that everything was lined up, that the electrical inspection was done so it could be reconnected, and um, leveraged his existing connections with National Grid to make sure that that unit was on a priority list. So wanted to highlight things that are going well. Uh, we get notified today by the Massachusetts Cultural Council that our fiscal year 24 allotment through their grant cycle is $8,700, which is an increase over last year. Those funds are allocated by the Tingsboro Cultural Council for community programming. Much of that happens at the Council on Aging and the library. So the Council on Aging does a great job leveraging these grant funds to add additional programming to a program they're already planning, um, but it's a great hit as always. This was mentioned a little bit this evening, but the town's new website is on track for a launch early next month. The last two weeks, and will continue this week, town staff have spent a lot of time learning the new platform, understanding how to edit content. We've broken it up into site admins and users, and our goal is really to ensure that all of our departments have the knowledge and the ability to update their own pages. Our current website is maxed out, and so 
we do a lot of kind of workarounds to get things to work. So we don't have many departments using the site directly. It's all kind of done through our office or IT. But with Civic Plus, it's going to be a department-driven, and even in some cases, board-driven updates. So it'll be really exciting to launch that. Uh, I was pleased to join the Tingsboro Public Schools and Middle School Building Committee and Mr. Schneider and Mr. Eldridge this weekend to walk through the new middle school site. The project is coming along nicely. It's on track to be, you know, it's tied to the schedule. I also just wanted to highlight that last week the MSBA notified us that the relief funding that we were expecting to come in at 4.1 million is actually coming in closer to 4.7 million. So we have the signed amendment. I signed it today. We're waiting on a couple signatures from the school committee and we'll solidify that. Um, the budget that we presented at town meeting in October remains the budget. We're still on track to complete it for that amount. So all positive news on that front. Speaking of interns, we have Adario Miranda from Innovation Academy working in our office this semester. He's currently helping us look at licensing processing to compare us to neighboring communities, not just in terms of fees, but to see how they do there so that we can, again, remain competitive. He's also expressed an interest in helping in our recreation department and with public safety. I wanted to call attention to the Board of Health's series of free classes and workshops that they're hosting. This is being put on in partnership with the Northeast Public Health Alliance, which is the regional health coalition Tingsboro is the lead community on. Um, they have a variety of, of seminars. All of them are free to residents of Middlesex County. They include youth mental health, blood pressure, dementia, cholesterol, and workshops around decluttering. So we just posted all of those on our website. Um, you do need to register for most of them. There's a mix of some in-person some of the in-person ones are here in Tingsboro, some are in Tewksbury, and quite a few are offered virtually. And then finally, I just wanted to note that at the Massachusetts Municipal Association meeting on January 19th, Governor Healy announced the Municipal Empowerment Act, which is aimed to address efficiency and revenue challenges for municipalities. I've included a full copy of the summary in your correspondence, but I wanted to highlight a few. You'll note, uh, if you were following this, one of the items that she mentioned at the conference was amending the liquor laws so that municipalities could determine how many is right for them. Right now, as this board is well aware, anytime we want an additional liquor license, we have to file a lengthy home rule petition. This was included in her proposal on Saturday, and on Monday her office walked it back and said that they were no longer filing that, but if the legislature was interested, her office would support it. So that's something that we'll mention to our delegation when they come in at the tri-board meeting because... Um, I think that that's really the flexibility municipalities need. Anyway, what is still included is extending some of the permanent, making permanent some of the COVID era changes to the open meeting law, which will permit us to continue to have either fully remote or hybrid meetings, amending the procurement laws, which is a huge win for municipalities so that the 30B threshold would raise to $100,000. It also, this will mean nothing to any of you, but me and Kat are rejoicing, <laughs> will eliminate the use of combis, which is the most archaic system. I still today don't know how to use it. I use it every time I post on it, but I couldn't tell you why. Um, they're authorizing a process for allowing exemptions from post-retirement limitations to address workforce challenges. This was big in public safety when they were having a hard time hiring folks during the pandemic. It is going to eliminate the need for us to print hard copies of the annual town report. As was mentioned earlier, we've already been reducing and with our new format, which has a lot of graphics, Jackie and I have already talked about what really is the appropriate amount for us to have in person. It's going to extend the COVID-era outdoor dining provisions. It will authorize town administrator contracts to be set for a duration of five years as opposed to three. 
It's going to increase flexibility for municipalities to share the fi chief financial officer position and to establish regional board of assessors. Increase the allowable term uh, for a bond on a school project from 30 years to 40 years. Given that our debt exclusion vote happened before this, I mean, this isn't even law yet. She hasn't filed it. It likely won't apply to us for this current project, but it is still a good flexibility for municipalities. One unique area which won't impact this town meeting likely, but if it is passed, will impact our next one, is that it's going to allow municipalities to directly expend the PEG funds without having to have a town meeting warrant article. It will establish a local option motor vehicle excise surcharge of 5%. And it establishes and increases several different local, local tax options for different categories of local receipts. Yeah, the last two are really up to the municipality Correct. if they want to bring that forward. So it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. So when people look at this, it doesn't necessarily, seem, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. It's just we have the, there's a, the option to do it. Correct. Yeah, and, and as you stated, this is not this is not in effect. Correct. Um, so this is what is being proposed and Correct. may come into effect, and we'll address some of these. Um, yeah, even like the the. I, I saw some folks uh, perhaps assuming that it eliminates the requirement to print a physical copy of the annual town report, assuming that. One, it mandates that you won't print one, but which is not true, uh, and it doesn't mean that we won't print them. Right. You know, it just means that you're kind of right-sizing. We're kind of going down that road anyway to sit there and say, gee, we end up with hundreds of these annual reports that sit in boxes, and you say, wow, that's a, that's a waste. Any other questions on Collins? I figure we might as well break it up uh, on, on any of his updates, and then we'll get to to cats and just a late breaking i did confirm juicy is going to be at the select boards meeting on february 12th as well so we'll have national grid and yes Jushi. okay any other questions relative to, to his updates all right assistant town managers report take it away cat thank you i only have three for you so be quick Excellent. Invitation for bids were due for the highway line painting project on January 17. The town awarded the work to Atlantic Pavement Markings, Inc. out of Rhode Island, who will be coordinating with the highway department to start line painting on several roads in town beginning sometime this spring. Second, we have released a request for proposals for economic development brochures through an econ economic development earmark from the state. The town is looking to have designed and printed 500 brochures to share with new businesses, new and interested businesses. I do have examples from the town of Dracid. Um, if anyone's interested from the public or if the board wants to look at what we're using sort of model, what we're looking for. Uh, staff have formed an internal task force to determine how to best spend the opioid settlement payments the town will be receiving over the next several years. The group has met only once, but it consists of representatives from the police, fire, health, library, and veteran services departments. At this time, the town has received a little over uh, 51,000 in payments, and the state is really encouraging municipalities to collaborate, engage with the community impacted by the opioid epidemic, and leverage existing local and state resources when determining how to use these funds. Great. And that's all I have. 
Questions, comments on those? Excellent. Well, thank you again for the update. I think the, these are really good if, um, if residents um, can't watch everything in, in our meetings. And I, you know, I, I don't blame you if you don't want to watch all of it, but I think that's the meat. Um, it's available online afterwards. People can also subscribe um, to get it via email. So get these updates. There's a lot of stuff that's happening, and it's good to be uh, kept abreast of all the situations that are there. Um.